no problem. I'll be back before this banana hits the ground. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to people. Oh, I better slow down. I'm not the Flash. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Speed Force Podcast, the brand new podcast from the minds that brought you the likes of 42 Level 1 in Starling City Radio. We are going to do use this podcast as a forum for myself um, and Mr. Ross to cover all things about the new TV show, uh, The Flash, which should be premiering next fall. Uh, and we thought we'd do an episode zero for you guys um, because obviously there was a certain person that appeared in Arrow this week. So I am Alistair Kennedy and here with me tonight... Ross Shaw. Ross Shaw. And last episode of a certain TV show that we might be a bit bit fanboyish towards, Arrow. Uh, <laughs> the episode was called The Scientist um, and there was there was a strange little man appeared, Ross. Yeah, um, he's like, for some reason, everyone else had umbrellas, but he never did. And yeah, um, yeah this, this strange man, very dweeby man, uh, appeared on our screens for the first time. And it was a great introduction to the man that is Barry Allen, oh, yeah. the assistant CSI of Central <laughs> City, Barry Allen. And uh, what a fitting way to start our uh, brand new podcast by covering the mid-season finale of Arrow and talking about the introduction to such an iconic DC character, which is Barry Allen. I know there's a lot of people out there that will sit there go, oh no, Ross, Wally West, he's mm. the iconic DC Flash. But no, it's Barry Allen in this continuity. Jeff Johns has made sure it's Barry Allen. So I'll try not to say Barry Allen anymore. <laughs> so Jeff Johns is one of my personal heroes who also retweeted and favorited me this week on Twitter. Check you out. When's yeah. your wedding? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we haven't got down to it yet because he's busy uh, writing. So uh, it was a short-lived relationship. Just one night stand. You know. Fleeting in the night. That's it was. That's what I'll call it. <laughs> so yes, the scientist, um, the introduction to the universe set up by Ariel of The Flash. And this was played by a certain Mr. Grant Gustin, who I had my reservations about, Ross. I um, don't think anyone never had the reservations, <laughs> specifically, especially coming from a show such as Glee. <laughs> yes. Uh, was definitely a... Uh, sort of like throwing throwing the ball into the into the left field ballpark or whatever the the expression is. But yes, it was everyone wasn't too sure about uh, about Gustin playing uh, Barry Allen. But also wow. the fact that he was um, twenty three years old as an actor, which uh, Oliver um, kind of makes a joke about during the show, which amused me. Which uh, fits in really well as well with the character, and I think it's going to be quite a good if they ever cross uh, cross paths again out with Arrow. Uh, it'll be quite funny to to hear them joke and laugh. But yeah. Yes, Grant Gustin did a fantastic job. Oh yeah, so. and and the reviews are stellar. So it, it blew me away. Like I went in and as everybody, my first reaction when I heard what he was in before, it was, ooh, okay. And seeing him on screen, it was like the Flash was alive. Now, not a lot of people might know about the Flash, Ross, and I know very little about the fact that he uses something called the Speed Force, which this podcast is named after, for his powers. So, Ross, why don't you tell us a little bit about the background of the Flash that you know of? Well, from what I know of the Flash, uh, I kind of know a wee bit more than uh, most people. Um, the Flash is really... Uh, 
a character who picks up or taps into this speed force, as Alistair has already pointed out, and he's had various sort of incarnations throughout the um, throughout the years. Started out with Jay Garrick in the 40s, uh, then hit on to Barry Allen, as we know now, which then fired on to Wally West. Now, the whole reason about the, the, you have different people, the previous people didn't die or anything that, it's just like, because it's a speed force and you get speedsters within the speed force. And uh, these people are the, the right persons to be chosen to use the speed force. It's so confusing and uh, it's really difficult to work it out. But in order for, for our podcast, the speed force, uh, and dealing with um, the continuity of New 52 as well as Arrow and the Flash TV series, we'll focus on Barry Allen as being the first speedster within the whole thing. So the idea that we're assuming they're going to go with, because it's a brand new TV show, so nobody knows exactly how the origin is going to play out. We have some hints, but we don't really know exactly what's going to go on. We're assuming that Barry Allen's going to be able to tap into the Speed Force and take his powers from there and become the Flash. Yes, and uh, it's been mentioned certain times that a particle accelerator has been turned on in Capital City, which kind of gives me an inclination that they're going to go with the whole trapped-in-a-lab explosion rather than the lightning bolt hits a man. (laughs) It would be hilarious if if that didn't actually happen. It was nothing. It was all a red herring. Because I'm I'm not saying it will, but um, obviously in the Scientist episode 8, the last news report we hear of the the particle accelerator, it says it's opening the next day. So we're assuming that episode 9 is going to be the launch of the particle accelerator. So we're all hoping that maybe episode 9 could be the accident we're waiting for concerning Mm. Barry Allen. But we may not see him as the Flash until September, but we may see him get his powers yeah, as the accident. So. And, and like, I, I, that's the one thing. Like, this episode was initially set out to be a Flash pilot, but now they've decided that he is good enough and the character... They obviously seen him perform and act before we all did because I think it was February this was filmed, uh, going by Stephen Amos tweets. And... Um, they already knew what it was going to be, so they decided instantly that they were going to give him his own pilot instead of launching the Flash in costume on Arrow, which is fantastic news because everybody, everybody was blown away by Grant Gustin's performance. I think, um, yeah, I think, if I remember correctly, I think there was going to be an episode in the second half of Arrow that was going to have him like turn up as the Flash, um, but that's now been dropped and replaced with something else because of the such a popularity now of Grant Gustin and uh, his performance that we're going to wait until September now to see him. The only one sort of negative I had, I wasn't too sure if Grant Gustin was, um, like, had enough charis- like, like you know, charisma to take on his own show. Maybe that's because it's the first time we've seen him, and he's only really been in the character for maybe a couple of months in terms of filming-wise. Once he gets into it, we might see something. Maybe once he becomes The Flash, he becomes a bit more confident, a bit more, you know, macho in terms of how he is but still keep his sort of you know characteristics of barry allen but uh, that was my reservations at first however the scientist episode eight of arrow really blew me away in terms of like how he portrayed barry allen and uh, how he was always late which is quite <laughs> funny and you know there's quite a lot of wee small hints that i think only jeff johns could have right could have wrote into into screen so yeah, yeah my favorite one was when he went to the dance um because he developed a relationship with miss felicity smoke they were very similar and um he, he said he wasn't very good on his legs <laughs> yeah i thought that's quite yeah i'm not quick on my feet i think i'm not quick on my feet sorry yeah and, uh, it was another, genius. another one as well that uh, uh I, I obviously i watched the episode eight with a friend of mine and um 
when, when we watched it, our our um, our hearts jumped into our mouth because when uh, Barry Allen was sitting there and he was looking through all the chemicals, and then lightning struck outside behind him. <laughs> if anyone knows the Flash, the original um, uh, the original sort of like origin of the Flash was that he was dealing with chemicals, and a lightning strike hit the chemicals as he was dealing with them, and he turned into the Flash. So me and my friend looked at each other, going, "Oh my God, is this actually going to happen right now?" And it's like, "Oh, it's just a wee." tip of the cap but it was still quite nice and i think it was really well done that episode in terms of like dealing with the fan service introducing a new character and still keeping the continuity of arrow at the same time i think they've managed to hit the nail on the head at everything i'm going to use my favorite word and your favorite word ross the contrast between himself and oliver queen um (laughs) it was amazing the the complete difference in the characters as well like he was more light-hearted he took things less serious than Oliver like obviously he hasn't been left on an island for five years but he took things more serious he he joked and laughed and he almost figured out the identity of Arrow before the end of the episode yeah I was gonna say like in one episode he's already shown he's smarter than half the population in the in Stalin City by almost figuring out who who the Arrow is (laughs) um but yeah it, it was really well done and I really liked the way that they tied in his backstory with uh, the the whole vigilante and the arrow, and uh, they had a really good play with, especially when um, Barry Allen was called out for not who he really was, and um, they all decided, oh, why are you here? You shouldn't be here. And then when he told them why he was here, it really hit some strings, like how he told it and how he explained it all. Yeah he's, emotion- yeah, he's emotions completely changed, but I'll tell you what I initially thought, Ross, watching that, when they said, find out, Oliver said to Diggle, find out more about him, and he says he's not who he says he is, I thought they were going to turn it round and they were going to say, your real name's Wally West. Oh, did you really, yeah? Yeah. Uh, I thought uh, nah, I don't know. I mean, I can understand, I mean, Wally West was pretty much like the um, the, the Flash that everyone knows through yeah. uh, the animated series and everything. But uh, Barry, Barry Allen was the original Flash that like that, that, that discovered the Speed Force, that knew what it was, and uh, utilised it to a certain point in the confusing DC continuity that if it wasn't for Barry Allen, then the previous Flashes and the future Flashes would never have become to exist because yeah. he found the Speed Force. Uh, so, <laughs> going, going, going back to uh, what we're talking about, the way that he discovered he wasn't who he said he was, he's not actually a crime scene investigator, he was a lab assistant, and he was there because he wanted the vigilante, because he felt he was the only one that could help him. Um, he's, he's, it turned out his father had been framed, um, he's in jail for a crime he didn't commit for killing his mother, and uh, Barry, while he was younger... Uh, described what had actually happened and he said a tornado came into his house and killed his mother and in that tornado he seen the form of a man but no one would believe him what happened now my instant thoughts on that were that's the reverse flash and ross filled me in a little bit more about the reverse flash which will let him explain um and why it could have been him yeah i mean it's we're still well i'm personally still 50 50 about it because i think I mean, CW have been fantastic in the way they're trying to introduce superpowers and the way they're dealing with fan service. But they're 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 going. I think they might bite off bigger than they can chew in this one. But basically, uh, the whole idea is based on the Flashpoint storyline, where um, prof- uh, Professor Thrawn or Thon is not Professor Zoom. Uh, well, it's Professor Zoom, but Thon is his actual name from the year three thousand. He was so fascinated with the Flash in our day 
that he decided to recreate the experiment and he managed to get Flash's powers and tap into the Speed Force. But he, he had such strong powers that he managed to utilize the Speed Force and travel back in time. So what he did was when he traveled back in time, he killed uh, Barry Allen's mum, right, uh, before he could get, before Barry Allen could get back home, mm-hmm. uh, which then thus set off the events and had this whole sort of convoluted intertwining. If it wasn't for uh, Zoom reverse Flash, uh, Barry Allen would never have, have become the Flash. And the whole point of Flashpoint was like, oh, take that out of the equation and that's what would happen. So they've kind of taken the basics or the too long didn't read idea of that and they seem to have been hinting it in uh, The Scientist. And uh, I mean, if CW bring that in and bring in time travel, speed force style superpowers, then by God, I'll give them a clap right now <laughs> and good on them. But uh, I really, I would love to see Reverse Flash being like the Merlin of the Flash uh, yeah. TV show. Um, uh, so be interesting. The Flash is obviously uh, it's premiered next year, and they've already said that it's going to be a complete different style of show, whereas Arrow is kind of based off of the sort of Nolan film universe he set up with the Batman and Man of Steel films, and it's kind of like running alongside them, whereas they said Flash will be more light-hearted and upbeat, which you can kind of see from Grant Gustin's portrayal on screen, and that that was the only one point where Grant Gustin completely snapped out of the laughy jokiness and went into this deep sort of monologue about how his mother had been killed and you actually felt for him yeah you could really you really expect that like i didn't really expect him to to be able to switch between like that many emotions so quickly like going from that sort of clumsy gullible sort of you know young guy to being like really determined and outright to try and figure out what's going on it's going to be quite interesting to see the tone and the themes that are going to be explored in the flash uh, that when it does air uh you know it could be the sort of Batman's dark, Superman's like lighthearted. This could be the same contrast mm-hmm. again. That word, you know, uh, to see what whether or not you know, you know, like if you want to get your dark, brooding stuff, you watch Arrow. If you want to get some lighthearted stuff, you watch The Flash. You know, yeah. it could be a good balance, I reckon. And they might have some nice crossovers as well because obviously there's rumours of Nightwing cropping up in Arrow. So I would love to see Flash starting off and Arrow coming to visit and things like that um, because. We'll get on with the episode uh, of Arrow, and as it progressed, um, certain things happened, and we're not gonna we're gonna cover Arrow in one of our other shows that Ross will tell you about at the end of this show. But basically, uh, Barry Allen misses his train because he's late again to go back, and he has to stay in the city, and he gets uh, he gets shot in the neck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the most ridiculous thing ever. Why shoot the per? Why drug the person that's going to help you out? Oh no, we've just knocked out the guy that's going to help us. We've got to wait two days until he's like, you know, back up and healthy to help us. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's yeah. stupid. Oliver obviously gets injured during the program, <laughs> and he gets injected with the serum without the antidote. I think it is without the balanced serum. Yeah, I think and- so. Yeah. And because uh, it's a set, uh, that's what it is. It's the same it was, as what happened to Death. It was a double shot. It wasn't yeah. even just one. <laughs> no. So I don't know if that's going to boost Ollie's sort of powers, but we'll get into that in another show. But basically, he wakes up. So they've drugged him and had to wait till the sleep, uh, the drug induced sleep wears off because obviously they weren't rushed for time. And he's got to help save Ollie's life. Now I don't know how this is going to happen because, as far as I could see, he wasn't actually a qualified doctor. I think it's more the forensic side of thing. It's going mm. to come in when and his sort of like uh, sciencey background, a chemistry yeah. as well. I reckon he's going to manage to like decipher the the sort of compound that he's been injected with and create an antidote uh, yeah. through his sort of knowledge. And I think doing that will then give Arrow slash Oliver some more respect towards uh, Barry Allen. 
So obviously when Barry Allen does become the Flash, they're going to have a closer bond than maybe other heroes we may or may not see in yeah. the future years, you know, and I think it's going to be a really, really nice sort of idea. And I know we've already discussed the whole universe, uh, movie universe and TV universe merging together, but it would be quite fun to see the Batman, Superman, you know, the two macho guys going, yeah, we're good, but then having Flash and Green Arrow also yeah. being best buds as well, you know, and I think it could be coming up. And as you mentioned about crossovers, uh, we've got Felicity Smoke and then there's Iris West as well that Barry Allen also dates uh, during the comic books. So there could be some kind of love triangle going on that could also connect the Arrow TV show with Flash, not directly through Arrow, but maybe through Felicity. So. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. Like she goes off to visit him and stuff. But um, I, I before the show uh, aired last week, me and Ross were discussing the possibility. I mean, Stephen Amell's already teased himself being in the new Batman Superman movie, which may or may not be the Justice League now with the introduction of Wonder Woman and the Flash has been confirmed. So after seeing after your opinions of the character before, you said there's no way they can put him in the big screen. Now that you've seen his portrayal of the Flash, Ross, has that changed any for you? <sighs> It's it's difficult because, I mean, Stephen Amell, I was like 50-50. I was not 50, I was like, aye. I reckon he could just manage. Grant Gustin, I think he might just be a wee bit too out of place and young. However, just like what they did in The Scientist, and they used that to a positive by having um, uh, Oliver making fun of his age and his sort of young looks, yeah. they could possibly do the same thing on the big screen with you sort of have the big major stand things, you know, uh, uh, stand heroes, kind of like Batman, Superman, making fun of Flash, and then yeah. all of a sudden you could have Wonder Woman going, well, hang on, guys, don't do that. You know, it could have a good balance and dynamic yeah. if it did happen. I'd love to see it happen. If I had control, it would happen. <laughs> we should but, have control. <laughs> um, yeah, we should have control. But yeah, I mean, like, again, we've only seen him for one episode, and it wasn't a full episode, so a lot of this is speculation. It depends on how the whole TV show, I reckon, works out. But I'd like to see Grant. Grant Gustin's nailed Barry Allen, and it'd be interesting to see how he plays along with the character over a TV show as well as with the possibility of maybe a film. Yeah, so uh, like we said... um... There's a complete difference, and this is a quote from Jeff Johns saying, the cool thing about uh, the whole uh, deal is contrast, again, a word we love. Oliver needs the heart, and Barry has the heart. Oliver has the body, and Barry needs the body. That's the complete difference, and he's nailed it. He's hit the nail on the head with that quote. Yeah, it really does, yeah. I can kind of see I see where, where Jeff Johns has come with that, especially within that one episode. I can see the, the, the difference, you know, and I think, um, I think Barry is going to be that that guy that'll that sort of bring bring Oliver more into the hero side of ideas. I mean, like right now at episode eight, Oliver's still vigilante slash hero. I reckon Barry's going to be that person who's going to properly bring um, uh, bring Oliver over to the hero side. A bit like in the comic books, how Green Lantern brought um, uh, Green Arrow over to the liberal sort of side of things. I reckon it's going to be Flash's turn to do that in the TV show. It's going to be quite interesting to see, it, and I reckon it's going to be Flash that will be the main cause of Oliver changing to become the hero that we are all expecting him to become. Yeah, and like they said, they've basically said in this article that I'm reading here that uh, if they wouldn't go, they wouldn't have done a Flash TV show without Grant Gustin. So that was kind of like with my theory, linking back to an old quote, um, that basically. Um, 
Grant Gustin was the reason they decided to do a standalone pilot. Uh, they basically said once he sat down with Emily Bett Records, who's Felicity Smoke, and done the script read through, the minute they saw them read together, it was a done deal. That's what they've said here. So he, that actor is the reason, and they wouldn't have done it without him. So uh, my hat is off to that man for coming from a... I wouldn't say questionable, because there are a lot of people that like Glee. It's just not my sort of show, and I know what it tries to do, but... I like my reservations were blown out of the water. It's just don't judge a book by its cover or its past acting history. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and in all honesty, there's only one other person that could have played, uh, portrayed uh, Barry Allen as good as Grant Gustin, and that guy's called Andrew Garfield, and he's already oh, yeah. tied in with Spider Man, Peter Parker. First yeah. thing that I noticed as well, Barry Allen does have the same kind of that sort of clumsy characteristic traits of Peter Parker. But then, obviously, when Peter Parker was Spider-Man, he's this, like, cocky guy. And it would be quite interesting to see whether or not they play with that same dynamic that Spider-Man has mm. with the Flash would be quite interesting. And that's what, what right now, people are saying, I don't know if he can hold out a good series, but maybe the reason they've decided to give him the full series so already is because he's shown this whole cocky one-sided. So, right now, we expect Flash to be very insecure and, and nice. clumsy. But maybe he's going to turn out to be a more badass than Arrow. Well, like <laughs> you never know. Yeah, that's a very good point. Cause I never thought of it that way. But yeah, that's that's maybe what it is. While they were doing the read through, they've obviously been screening for the Flash, and like they said, they went through hundreds and they get Grant Gustin. So maybe the way that he changed himself, like we said, his emotions when he was talking about his mother's death. Maybe he can put on like Andrew Garfield this cocky funniness when the costume's on. It's like a mask, and he can change himself. Like Spider Man feels more secure behind the mask. Yeah. So, that that could be quite a good dynamic to explore over the um, uh, over the Flash series as well. Like maybe either Iris West or Felicity, depending on how they go with it. You know, mm. they could sit there and go, "Oh, but you're so much better behind the mask when you've got the mask off. You're not that good." And then that could have that sort of insecurities that he could follow with with becoming the Flash as well. Because it'd be a huge thing to happen to somebody, you know. Oh, yeah. So. It'll be, yeah, just, it'll be interesting. I'm I'm really looking forward to it, you know, and I'm looking forward to the next episode of of um, of Arrow. That yeah. will obviously show a wee bit more Barry oh, Allen. Barry Allen. So, yeah. yeah, so, well, this is like uh, Arrow, the TV show, has done. This is our part one of Speed Force episode zero. So we're going to wrap it up there, and I'm going to tag it along with the second part, which we're recording after another show that I've heard of that's it's going quite well. It's quite popular just now. Um, so, Ross, where can the guys find you if they want to find you in any other shows? Uh, if they want to find me, they can find me on Twitter at Starling Radio, mm-hmm. uh, and they can also find me on Facebook through our Starling City Radio, facebook.com forward slash Starling City Radio. We also have Twitter for Speed Force, which mm-hmm. is at Speed Force Cast as well. Um, obviously, we're very kind of, this is episode zero, so, you know, bear with us in terms of our podcast right now for the Speed Force side of things. But yeah, all things Arrow, head over to Starling Radio. Um, yeah. on Twitter and tune in to Starling City Radio on Stitcher and iTunes. Yes, and if if you like me also, which I don't expect you to, but then uh, you can get me on 42 Level 1, which is an all-games radio, at Tuesday night at half past nine in UK time, and also Starling City Radio is myself and Ross's other show uh, which we cover at all, but like Ross said, what we're going to do is this. there might not be another episode for a while on this, depending on rumours and news that's upcoming, so after next week's second half of this episode uh, there might be a slight break, but stay posted and keep listening to Starling City Radio for updates 
Yep. Okay, so we're going to leave it there tonight, guys. But yes, straight after this, you're going to hear our lovely dulcet tones yet again talking about the second appearance in episode 9 of Arrow, which is scheduled to be on TV this coming Wednesday. So stay tuned and thanks for tuning in, guys. Bye now. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome yet again to the second part of the Speed Force podcast, episode 0. Um, You've all been waiting for it. And if Arrow can't, you can do two parts, then... Why can't we? I don't see a problem with having two parts. But you're getting to listen to this all in one, all in one episode. So, uh, this is Alistair Kennedy, one of your hosts, and your other host. Ross Shaw. And tonight, we will be covering Arrow, episode 9, I believe. With, uh, yeah, episode 9, three ghosts. Three ghosts. Um, but mostly, because this is Speed Force, it's all about the Barry. Oh yeah, all about the Barry, Alan. <laughs> so in this episode Barry Allen uh, was obviously in uh, quite a pickle shall we say at the end of um, episode 8 where yeah. Oliver had obviously been injured and Barry was called in to help so Ross take it away from well, called in to help I don't know if that's what you call getting drugged <laughs> in a train true. station well, in an empty uh, train station in the middle of the night called in well, to help but when I used to chef that's when I used to <laughs> chef that's how my boss got me back to work he used to come out to the pub and <laughs> he used to have one of those uh, blow pipes you know <laughs> ah but that's just chef code though you know <laughs> but yeah um, so Barry Allen was uh, re- well forcefully or not forcefully recruited by Felicity uh, through their uh, mutual attraction of each other to help out Oliver uh, as he was sort of injected with two um, uh, doses of the miracle sort of serum, which looked different from the green serum that we had, which again spirals into one of probably the, the plot thing of episode nine. But for Barry Allen, though, <clears throat> I, I really liked how Barry Allen continued on with um, with his sort of character. Uh, well, Grant Gustin continued on with the character as well. Uh, I like the fact that it was more centred on his scientific side of things rather than his sort of dorky awkwardness that we that we were sort of subjected oh, to. Oh, it's, it's still it's still it's still flared up. It's still, it's, it's still flared up, but it was more the fact that it was more emphasised on his scientific mind than anything else. You know, like he was. It was more the fact that like. In episode eight, he was there for his own purpose, whereas episode nine, he was there for a purpose. Like you know, the purpose in episode nine was to help uh, help the team get Ollie back together again. Whereas in episode eight, he was there for his own sort of you know his own benefit. So uh, yeah, it was it was nice to see him in that sort of sense where like you know he was the key to to getting Oliver done, and there was quite a good banter between Oliver and uh, Barry, especially how Oliver hated him, and and it created a whole lot of of confliction and everything that was great but yeah i really enjoyed it what did you think of it alistair i was absolutely oh, using my sunday name uh, i was absolutely uh blown away um we won't get too much into the arrow episode but holy moses uh holy moses and a half it's <laughs> <laughs> the only way to describe it um barry allen is just he's leaping off the screen uh, or running off the screen, uh, but he's, <laughs> he's he's absolutely perfect. He's absolutely brilliant as an actor. I've grown to like him. He's a complete contrast. That word again. We didn't use it once in Starling City tonight, Ross. But no, I'm, I'm actually quite quite impressed. Uh, I mean, I'm not. I'm still not convinced he's um, big enough to to have his own show. But really? uh, he, yeah, I just. I mean, I still. I, in all honesty, I would prefer maybe one more episode of him to convince me. 
But uh, this pilot that's going, the pilot that's going to come out, uh, has to wow me, Big Cell. I mean, I, I'm, don't get me wrong, I think it's fantastic. It's great. I just think he's just not quite there in terms of like holding an entire series on his shoulder. That's the only problem I have with it. I mean, I have no problems with how Grant Gustin's portrayed Barry Allen. I just um, it'll be interesting to see maybe his his transformation in the Flash. Mm. Will, uh, will be the transformation in him holding up the series because he might have that bit more of a sort of suave cockiness about him but yeah. more underplayed than uh, what he's had so far. Again, remember, we've only really had less than 20 minutes of screen time of Barry Allen so it's yeah. not we can be judgmental of. But and still. unfortunately, uh, we didn't get as much as Barry as we'd like to so basically Barry... Saved Oliver Queen by poisoning him with rat poison, which gave him hallucinations, which gave him a sort of Scrooge-style storyline where he's seen the ghosts of, not Christmas past, but we'll say the island past. And um, Barry wasn't around too much. He, um, he ended up going back to see the turning on of the particle accelerator. This <laughs> uh, uh, reason. I was just so uh, sorry. I just geeked out there for a minute. <laughs> So, uh, what, before we talk about what happens, uh, I actually read a Flash comic, which we're not going to get into too much in this show. This is mostly about the Flash TV show once it arrives, because um, he's always late. Uh, but <laughs> I read uh, Flash Rebirth, uh, which was by Mr. Jeff Johns, one of my favourites. And um, it was confusing at first. If you haven't read Final Crisis, then it's going to be even more confusing. Luckily, I had. And it's about Flash uh, Barry Allen being reborn because he was part of the Speed Force. Now, we're not going to get into that comic, but his basic origins in that are very, very similar to what they've basically done on screen. And I believe Jeff Johns helped co-write both these episodes. So it makes sense that it's kind of uh, tied in and runs basically word for word, more or less, what happens with, uh, like we discussed in the first episode, his mother being killed by what we think is Professor Zoom. And it's got to be Professor Zoom. Be. There's no reason it's not to be. If it's not right, then uh, they've got to get out with the biggest twist to to mankind if that's not the case you know mm. has to happen yeah. which is going to be really interesting considering how um considering how kind of grounded they've been so far uh again i think i think like the barry allen appearance in arrow has kind of raised more questions and answered which is good and healthy for everybody because it gives people the buzz to talk about it over the sort of the summer when we're waiting for the flash to come about but still it's it's going to be interesting to see how they bring in so much sort of sort of kind of like superhero um, supernatural well not supernatural but superhero powers into such a grounded universe that Arrow's part of. So they've, they've done it quite they've done it quite well as far as it comes, and I don't know if we'll see them um, again. But then again, uh, what they did say is we won't see them in Arrow in costume because they're doing that in the pilot episode of the Flash, but. What about you, Ross? Do you reckon we might see Barry Allen back again? Like, what? I think, I think we. Sh- I kind of, I've got kind of conflicted side of things, right? Part of me sits there and goes, "I wish the entire origin of Barry Allen was just left an entire forty-minute episode uh, for episode one as the pilot for Barry Allen." It just felt too shoehorned in uh, into sort of three ghosts, you know. Felt there could have been a lot more explanation and a lot more sort of like. Uh, Build up as to how he became Flash. Uh, now it's just been done and dusted. We're kind of left there, kind of going right. It's December, uh, December 2013. We now know he's a Flash. The next time we're going to see him now is going to be September. 
So, you know, I kind of think sit there and go, maybe they should have had an appearance of their Flash within Arrow just mm-hmm. to keep everybody's appetites whetted. But now that we've got basically about a 10-month wait before it happens, it's just... That is true. So, so they a bit too fast. But then you can understand, though, because I think it was previously written that this was going to happen and probably filmed that it was going to happen with the backdoor pilot in mind, and now they're going to have the actual pilot. So it's probably more a scheduling sort of like conflict that's, that's obviously brought this about. But uh, yeah, I mean, I was I was really, really, I, I really enjoyed how the origin was happening because it literally was a, an actual comic book origin. It almost broke the suspension of kind of disbelief with the Suspense. way, yeah, well, 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 yeah, the suspension <laughs> disbelief, like, well, more the fact that like, the show's been building up with like, sort of like, you know, Cyrus Gold, uh, we all know it's going to be Solomon Grundy, but he's done it through the serum sort of idea. Whereas yeah. like Barry Allen has been hit with lightning, sort of idea, and it can, it looked very comic booky. Well, well, stop, stop, stopping you just there, Ross. Like we said, we're going to cover what happened to him. And Ross, did you not get surprised? You said in uh, part one of this podcast that uh, you seen the fake out of him on the chemistry lab uh, reorganizing the chemicals and the lightning struck. So exactly what happened this time? What did we get? Uh, it was basically the same. It was amazing. It was just like he was. In, he was in the warehouse. And he was like all disenchanted that the fact that he never got to see the particle accelerator um, uh, turn on because it was it the crowds were too too long. Was it what or it, it was back? late. It was, it was late. late. He just he was late. Oh, <laughs> the irony. But yeah, uh, yeah. So he was basically sitting in his sort of warehouse thing, and he realised was quite a lot of flooding through. It was quite a bit of a storm, and then uh, as he was checking some stuff out, you saw in the background. The, obviously the particle accelerator turning on and something going wrong and you know you saw that everything happened and the lightning strike down and oh it was great i mean at the time i'd never gasmed out of my mind it was awesome <laughs> it was just amazing uh, getting a chance to look back at it again i don't know i just felt that maybe a lot more could have been covered on it and a lot more could have been built up built up to it uh, more sort of i know the star lab thing was built up through arrow i felt that maybe more sort of primarily built up mm-hmm. but um but no it's still at the end of the day i can't fault it because it was awesome uh but yeah um i i just i'm really pissed off that it actually happened in december 2013 i mean i have to wait till like september october 2014 for it to actually like appear on screen it's like god damn it because so long <laughs> yeah i definitely think it will get picked up it can't not after the reaction over twitter and stuff like that that Everybody loved Grant Gustin. Everybody did. And I know what you're saying. He might not be able to carry off a season himself. But I personally think that he's perfect. If you give him the right um, backup characters to support him, a bit like Oliver Queen had, because I don't think Arrow on TV would have translated so well without his sort of minions. This this is a great thing as well. I mean, back uh, on episode three of uh, Starling City Radio, I did say that, you know, it, it... you know, that, that episode we were talking about then, episode six, uh, was a fantastic sort of um, example of how strong the backup characters are, that they can take on an actual, you know, episode themselves. If uh, Barry Allen and Grant Gustin have that uh, coming into it, then I can see no problems whatsoever. I mean, like, you've got so many amazing characters in the Flash universe, mm. uh, you know, that, that can take center stage without being it so Flash-centric, then I reckon they can pretty much take the model of Arrow, apply it to Flash, but give it that kind of... Um, quirkiness. That sort of, yeah, quirkiness and 
explore a bit more about superpowers than uh, Arrow has. So people that uh, are not into superpowers can go back to Arrow. People that want to see superpowers can go to Flash. I reckon that that's what they're going to set up. Two two side-running shows that blend in together, but one has, has more of a fantastical element and mm-hmm. the other one has a more of a grounded element. So uh, I'm really looking forward to what they do. And yeah, I just, I'm really annoyed that, that they had to have the origin in December and we have to wait to September. It's just, yeah. that's that's literally, it's going to kill me inside. I, I can't it's... even deal the fact that Arrow is off the air until <laughs> until January 9th. And now I have to sit there and wait, well, January 12th. And January 5th. Is January it not 5th. January 15th? Uh, 15th, sorry. And uh, Yeah, January 15th, and then I, I can't even deal with that, and then I have to deal with Flash as well. It's like, what are you doing to me, CW? What are you doing to me? This is ridiculous. So, <laughs> like, I, I can see plenty of crossovers with Arrow in Season 3. Season 3 will coincide with uh, the Flash Season 1, I'm reckoning. Uh, so, where, like, where do you see Barry? Do you see Barry Allen coming back? Like, we've obviously got another few, like, nine weeks up to the summer of... Um, Arrow, at least. Uh, do you see Barry Allen at least being mentioned? I do. Um, yeah, I think I think what could happen is that there could be an overlying. Uh, you know how like Arrow's so good at having those um, overlying uh, series arcs rather than yeah. episode arcs that cover either one or two episodes. I can see something happening either at the end of Arrow season two and the beginning of Flash season one mm-hmm. that will tie both of them in together. And I reckon you can see Flash appearing in and out not every episode but maybe no. at each mid-season sort of finale that will tie in that like both seasons might have the same sort of series arc and they both yeah. get tied in with the way it's done that would be quite interesting to see they, they, they could they could also show you know how we obviously seen the whole of season one of oliver queen uh, this is this is my prediction anyway on Flash. Uh, Oliver Queen, obviously, they were hoping people get invested, so they did what the network wanted. They showed Oliver his top off a lot. They was talking hard, like we talked about in Star and City Radio. And um, I think with Flash, what they want to do is grab the superhero audience as much as they can. So basically, episode one, you're seeing them in the Flash costume. So I reckon in uh, Arrow, you're going to see them as the vigilante. Uh, as a vigilante flash if you will you know like he's discovering his powers they might even do that in arrow i think i think it, it would be interesting to maybe like flip the coin whereas like in arrow uh, we were introduced to uh, oliver queen as mm-hmm. a vigilante it would be interesting to see barry allen thinking he's the hero but he's actually yes. not he's now been perceived as more of a nuisance rather than a hero that mm-hmm. could be an interesting thing to say whereas like at first you know, we all knew that Arrow was killing people and he had a list to follow by. It'd be interesting to see that, like, you know, Barry Allen, like, trying to save people but accidentally getting himself, like, put in a bad light, you know, mm-hmm. like, unintentionally. That could be an interesting sort of way to work it in the first series. And um, I reckon that the fact that he, they've set up this sort of Felicity thing and the fact that in comic books he actually, like, kind of gets together with Iris West that could be also a good sort of relationship side of things as well. And I reckon you might see a lot of more Felicity crossing over than you would do with like Ollie and Diggle, which would be very interesting and very cool to see more of a list like Felicity, Barry Allen crossing over as well. Yeah, she might actually help him out. So we don't have much more to cover, I don't think, on um, this. I don't think so. I mean, uh, in terms of like, I suppose like villain wise, it'd be interesting to see the rogues coming in like Captain Cold, Mirror Mm -hmm. Master. You know, the trickster and Captain Boomerang. That'll be interesting to see those ones in. But um, 
as far as what we know in terms of like solid information, there isn't actually that much. We don't really. The only thing we know is casting. Uh, castings come up for Iris West as a, a African American, and also okay. Captain West, which is the um, uh, obviously head of a police, obviously head of Central Station, uh, Central City Police, uh, is also an African American. So that'd be interesting if uh, Barry Allen was to get himself involved with uh, the captain's daughter, so to speak, who could be hunting him down in terms of being a vigilante. But um, but yeah, uh, there's not much we can go on just now, but from those two episodes, then uh, there's a lot of potential and a lot of kind of optimism for Barry Allen and the Flash TV series. Yeah, and Mr. Grant Gustin. So I will wrap up episode zero. We will be doing an episode 0.5 as more news comes in closer to the launch of the Flash TV show. But if people like listening to you, Ross, where else can they find you? They can find us, or find me, on Twitter, <laughs> at SpeedForceCast. And they yep. can also get us on Facebook, uh, which is sort of facebook.com, SpeedForcePodcast, I think. Yes. Um, if not, we would prefer uh, Twitter, because Twitter's awesome these days. So, at SpeedForceCast, if you can get us there. Uh, well, when you can get us there. Uh, give us your ideas. We want to find out what you guys want to find out from a podcast. Yeah want to see what you guys want us to talk about is there any specific characters you want us to discuss that you want to see in the season uh, in the first series is there characters you don't want to see in the series let us know let us know what you guys want to hear and we'll be more than willing to uh, discuss it and show our ineptitude so it'd be awesome it'd be quite cool so i'm, I'm really looking forward to this uh, podcast yeah. it's an episode zero we're mm-hmm. we're kicking off here quite early uh, which is a good thing, and uh, we'll try and cover as much as possible. I'm hitting up with a Flash Comics big style. I only know <laughs> the overall side of things, but I've already got my wish list started on Amazon, and I'm going to hit there, and I'm going to be like the Flash God uh, <laughs> by come, the time we... summer. Yeah, yeah. So, so. and if, if if you also like myself and Ross and you, the dulcet tones of our voices, and you're into Arrow. Check us out in Starling City Radio, available in Stitcher and iTunes, and at Starling Radio. Uh, no. Good on you. Yes, well at Sterling Radio <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter, uh, uh, where we talk all things Arrow. Um, you can find us there every week, and uh, we talk everything. We talk Green Arrow comics podcast. Uh, we talk nonsense. We laughed a lot tonight. And um, if it's you almost like, like our, our podcasts are like the Flash and Arrow. They're they're yeah. separate series, but they still they're still contained. They're still interlinked. Still- so yeah, yeah. yeah we're so, like the podcast version of CW's DC Universe. They are know. indeed. So so check us out there, and uh, we'll you'll hear from us soon, listeners, with episode zero point five after the summer next year. Unfortunately, so have yourself a good Christmas and a good New Year. I've been Alison Kennedy. I've been Ross Shaw, and thank you very much for listening to episode zero. Bye now. Uh, <laughs>